Let it go. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Yo, what's up? Welcome back. Moped Monday podcast. Long time no see. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long Well, it's been a long time since I've been on here, and I don't think I've seen you since Pittsburgh. Dude, yeah, I haven't seen you since since the uh Pittsburgh, you know, little moped in the in the woods, hoods in the woods. Yep, hanging out on the river. Yeah, it's a good time, good spot. You know, it was it was it was quality. I always love Pittsburgh. When you go to a spot where like no one can like tell you what to do, like <laughs> it's like you there's no getting in trouble where you're at. You're just like in the middle of nowhere, essentially. You were like in like pretty close to stuff, but like it was just like off in the cut where it was just like, all right, cool. No one cares what you do back here. We could have like gotten oh, yeah. way worse. <laughs> I got, I did get yelled at, uh, when I woke up in the morning, you know, like on the Allegheny river, whatever the fuck that was like mm-hmm. by a rowing team as I like stumbled out of my tent half naked. And, <laughs> and, and you know, people were like rowing by like, Oh, cool. Top, going on. Top Just of the living day. here. <laughs> top of the day, kids. <laughs> yeah. Here's my Hello, children. While I take a piss. <laughs> that was a good spot. It was, we actually, it was, in- I had a really good time. We actually went across the river and got breakfast at the rowing place. <laughs> <laughs> were they talking about some dude living down by the river? <laughs> they were cool. No one cared. Yeah. I was like, dude, I was like the one of the first ones there because I was out on like a motorcycle trip and that was like part of it, you know? So I was like, oh, hell yeah. People are going to set up down here. It'd be great. And then it rained and the river rose. My tent was underwater. <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go down that far. We were still like up on the top side. Yeah, it was. It was a trip there, dude, man. So, for those who don't know, this podcast is about mopeds. Uh, yeah, we talk about the vintage bikes that we all know and love, and yeah, you know the the scene, the community that we've kind of built amongst ourselves. It's it's interesting, dude. I'm still amazed sometimes that like this like keeps going, <laughs> like not just the podcast, but like the mopeds as a whole. You know, <laughs> like every time I see someone new get into it, I'm just like, man, there's someone new. They care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this is a this is a deep hole you're about to fall like, down. Uh, like, you know? like you sure, Rod? <laughs> you sure you want to get into this? <laughs> it's never too late to do something safe, like get an e bike. <laughs> dude, it's never too late to save all your money. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Mars and I were, uh, we were, we were talking about our, like how much we spent on treats over the last, you know, as long as we've been in mopeds and the numbers were disgusting. Yeah. I don't want to look like, to be honest, like I, I, I definitely got to a point where I was spending like every week I was buying something like in the beginning, you know, when you're, you're hungry, you're like, you're like nerding out super hard on all these bikes, especially my first bike was French. So I had a real problem. And was, Ooh, <laughs> I am I am that hole. Yeah, I am that, in that hole. That first that first bike was a was a deep was a deep one to start with, and then like, and then you got I got more, and I had more and more, and they just kept stacking up, and I was like buying shit all the time, 
And I remember when I finally got to a point where it's just like, it was, I was young, so it was fine. It was like, whatever. Like, it wasn't like, I wasn't starving or anything, but I was just like, dude, like, I need to like reel this in. Like, I need to like, cause I, cause I, cause I wasn't noticing how much I was spending. Cause you'd spend it like a little here, a little there. Oh, there's a sale. You spend a little more. And then like, you turn around and you have like all these bikes and all these parts and all this shit. And it keeps breaking. And you're like, wait a second. I broke this bike how many times? Which means I spent money every time it broke to fix it. Like, like that's the stuff where you start you stop losing count. You know, like damn, I keep oh, the bike. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I keep in the bike on the road. Like even having one, like if you break it all the time because you're riding it hard and doing all this stuff, like it gets more expensive. Like it's not like a five hundred dollar bike. It's like, oh yeah, that one bike's two thousand dollars just because I've spent all this money breaking shit. Oh yeah. And you know, as we get a little bit older, like, you know, I remember getting my first moped in like 2007 or 2008, you know, like that was an old bike, right? Like mm-hmm. it's from like, it's from like 82. Like that's like, you know, 25 years old or whatever. But now you're getting a bike and you're like, Oh man, this thing is 40 years old. Like you used to be able to pick up a maxi, get it running and like rock it for the summer. And now you're like, I need to do everything on this bike. Like it is, it needs bearings, seals, crank, the wheels need to be, you know, new bearings on the wheels, new tires, new cables, uh, everything. Yeah. And I always feel better about doing everything. Cause I'm like, Oh, if I do it, like justify it, you know, like, okay, if I do everything mm-hmm. now then I won't have to do it later. And that's a lot. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong if I fix all these things? Yeah. That's definitely a lot. <laughs> that we tell ourselves. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I mean, I, I, uh, I daily a Peugeot, you know, so like, yeah. this will be fine. Wise. Like, it's- <laughs> wise man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I have a, like, I have like a, like a, like, you know, a lot of money invested in Loctite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nordlock? Is that like, <laughs> it's like, man, I remember when, new I, thing? When, I, when I first found out about Honda Bond, I was like, oh my God, this stuff's like glue. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck filling that intake. I'm gluing it on. Yeah, it's never coming off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hardware, psh, Honda Bond. <laughs> <laughs> dude, man. Dude, I, re- I definitely remember, like, um, when I got to the point where I was just like, I want to know what? I need to, like, be more, like, cautious of, like, my moped spending. Like, when I actually started thinking about it, it's like, I took it in consideration. I was like, ooh, I'm spending a lot. I got to figure out a way to, like, not do this. Then I was like, okay. And then that that's, I feel like a lot of people might have this, like found their way to flipping bikes the same way. They were like, okay, like I'm spending a lot of money on the hobby. I need to like get the hobby to like self-sustain, you know? So like I got to that point where I was like, okay, I'd, I'm not putting any money into mopeds anymore. I was like, I'm not going to put like, oh, you got a paycheck and I'll take like, you know, 400 bucks out of my paycheck and like buy moped parts. Yay. And I was like, no, I, I can't do that. Like I have. worth of moped shit. I need to like (laughs) sell parts or sell a bike or fix a bike for somebody else. And then I can take like my moped hobby profits to like buy more moped parts for myself. That's a self-sustaining circle. I, you know, I did it for a bit. Um, Like when I like first graduated college, like I worked for BMW and and I was, I was fixing bikes for money like that, but I, you know, and, and I, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it, but like for myself, I remember I, like when I would get off work, when I get out of class, like I'd go, I'd go work on mopeds, you know, like yeah. that was like my, 
<clears throat> that was my stress reliever. Like that was my happy place. And then I remember coming home from like working on mopeds all day or scooters, you know, you can get what you get in there. It's a moped shop. They're doing their thing. And, uh, you get home and I, and I, I didn't really know what to do with myself. Like I started, like, I'm just like twiddling my thumbs and like, I guess I'll go work on one of my bicycles, you know, cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a cyclist as well. And that, I don't know, for me, that kind of took the joy out of it. Yeah. The, so, the burnout. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, but for me, I'm just like, I'm always working on things. Like I, um, I don't know. I, I get out of, I like, cause for, you know what I, I do, I'm a librarian. So like I go to work, it is not a physically intensive job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I get out of work, I'm just like, dude, I need like, I might, my, my brain is tired. Like, okay, I gotta, like, I gotta move my body. So I go rebuild a V1, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So everyone's got their own path with it. Yeah. It was cool. It worked for a while for me, but I was just like, I definitely got to that burnout point where it's just like, I got tired of fixing other people's bikes. Cause then like, you don't have time to like, you know, any, like, any regular mechanic, all the car mechanics will say the same shit. Like, Oh, like I fix everyone else's shit, but all my cars are broken. You know, like there's no, mm-hmm. you like, don't take the time to fix your own. Cause you're tired of working on other people's stuff. And you're like, uh, I don't want to, like it's so easy, you you know you can fix your bike and it'll take you an hour, but you're like, ah. you just you just lose the motivation to do it, and that's what kind of started happening. I was just getting like, okay, I just like fixed my like you know umpteenth fucking Tomos clutch that was bald this week, you know like, <laughs> oh another yeah yeah another it, service it job takes the joy out of it. Yeah, it's like oh another service job because some guy won't clean his pet cock, you know like. <laughs> Oh, I gotta go pick it up. Like, yeah, you charge them for picking it up, but you're like, oh, this this sucks, you know. Yeah, I just got so tired of doing it, and it's like, man, like, it was it's fun because it was like, all right, cool. Like, I made three hundred bucks, or we we're fixing some Tomos that took like you know a couple hours, and then I got to buy like a brand new pipe for my bike, and I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> and, and you get to go you, buy that expensive French pipe. <laughs> yeah, you tell yourself to lie. You're like, ah, oh, free money. You're like, no, like your, your time's still worth something, right? Like, <laughs> your time has a lot of value. I know that you're a busy dude. I know you work a lot of hours. Uh, like time, time, especially the older we get, your time is time is the biggest resource we have. Yeah, I want to spend it the right way. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get more of my time like back. Like, I I probably haven't worked less than a hundred hours a uh, paycheck in the last like three years, and I'm just like, I'm st- starting to starting starting to wear like I like I I I can still do it, but at the same time I'm like, man, I remember like getting off work at like three thirty and like wrenching in my garage until like eight o'clock. You know, like, Dude, like I, playing, I don't even know how he, playing no. mopeds with my friend <laughs> friends every day for like four hours. You know, I'm like, what? Four hours to yourself? <laughs> dude, no, I, I, I would die. I would die at those kind of hours. <laughs> like, dude, I'm, I'm a 40 hour and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got those. Like as soon as the clock hits like four o'clock, they're like, you turn around and they're already gone. You're like, wait, what? the dust is still like, like him falling, you know, like, whoa, what happened? Where'd they go? <laughs> Bro, you got you, you. No one's gonna be on their deathbed going. If I'd only worked one more hour, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's but the, but the stress of not being asleep at night because you're like, oh, the, the job didn't get out the door. Like that that sucks, you know. Like I I have the weight of I feel the weight on me. Like, <laughs> so see, I dude, I I I, uh, I respect that uh, the hustle is for you know certain types of jobs. But I gotta say, I am blessed. I'm a librarian. I. 
I'm public servant. Like what walks through that door? Like I, I do programming. I have things I have like deadlines I have to hit, but for the most part, like I just, we open those doors and whatever comes through it. What if, if I'm helping someone do a job application, if I'm helping someone get back into like the job industry, fill out, you know, if they're seeking government benefits, like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, like we're more social work. Like I can't really like work ahead for that. Cause I'm just, I'm there to serve the public. I'm yeah. there. I'm there to help facilitate people's, you know, connecting them to resources and information, whatever that may be. Oh, yeah. So I, I do, I, I, you know, when I walk out of that door, I'm like, that was great. Killed it today. Helped some people. Did something good. Hey, you're clear. See you guys tomorrow. Yeah, you don't get to <laughs> take it home in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I've had jobs that have been the other way. And I know that, dude, I lost sleep and all the, you know, but I'm, everyone's got their own career path and I'm very lucky in mine. Oh, yeah. Dude, well, so I how, to ride a moped to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dude. We moved. Our, our shop moved, and now I can't ride my moped to work, which is kind of a bummer. I was so pumped because I was like, "It's been years, 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 years." Like, like I probably haven't worked outside of the city of Richmond in like fifteen years or something. So, like, I've always been able to ride a. Essentially, I've always been able to ride a moped to work. Like since like two thousand. Like since I got I got into mopeds in 2010 or something. And I was riding a moped to work in like 2011. So like, I've always had the opportunity to ride a moped to work. And this is the first time I haven't been able to do that. Like I have to drive and I'm like, it's kind of like annoying at times. Cause I'm like, damn, I remember just like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to ride my moped to work. It's a mile away. And then I'll like ride home for lunch and like, you know, ride to like the store and like everything's so close, you know, being in like a city and like now mm-hmm. I'm like driving and it's kind of weird. Like, uh, like I, I still try to take my bike out at night or something like to spin the block, but just those like regular, like mileage you get just like going to work and kind of jutting around town, like between, like, you know, between work and home, it's like the kind of simple riding I'm missing out on, you know, like it's one thing to go oh, to yeah. ride with your homie, but like, just like easy, just burning some miles. You, yeah, miles are kind of like chill to me. Like, you know? Oh, you you know, like, okay, I'm not a caffeine drinker. So like my morning coffee is my commute to work and getting to ride. And, you know, and, and, uh, like I live, I live on the cusp of our downtown area here in Toledo. Mm -hmm. I work at the main branch library. So it is literally in the center of the city. It's two miles from my front door to the the front door of the library. So I ride a bicycle or my moped or a motorcycle, but I have worked at branches where like, I got to get on the expressway and no mopeds for that. I would ride motorcycles then like just something to be on two wheels like that. Yeah. That'd be my wake up in the morning, you know, a cold brisk day or like a cold morning riding your moped to work. Nothing wakes you up better, dude. Fuck coffee. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm wide. You know, you come in feeling good day. though. Oh yeah. You, yeah. You get that. Like, you're like, all right, bring this day on. I'm ready for it. Like I feel, I feel good. I feel energized. Yeah. You got the energy from like, you're riding your bike, you know, the you know, kicked in just right. It felt good. You didn't break down. You're like, yeah, I feel everything's, you know, working out. <laughs> you make it to work without breaking down. It's just, I'm just like, yeah, this day, nothing, nothing can go wrong now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've experienced the trauma already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like rode my motorcycle to work once. And like, it was like dirt bike, you know, like, like a DRZ or something. I was like, I rode it to work and I ran out of gas. Like I didn't check before I left. I was like, Oh, it's fine. You know, like oh, I'd had gas in it last time. It should be fine. And you hop on it. And I like, I broke down like three blocks or something from like my job 
but it was like Dude. in the hood. And I'm like, I can't leave my bike here. I literally had to push it the rest of the way to work. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm leaving a dirt bike, like in the, in the fucking hood, you know, for I, the rest. Of I the don't day. know if that's just like the mopeders in us, like who just like approach motorcycles the same way, because I did the exact same thing. <laughs> like I got, you know, I got like my first adult job. I'm working at the library and I'm still riding my 1977 GS 550 that I, you know, was pulled out of a swamp and some <laughs> old dude showed me how to fix the valves on. And, you know, and I remember riding that and, and, uh, it would like, if you got a really hot day, it would evaporate the gas out of the tank. Mm. And I remember like walking that fucking bike home, this GS 550, like two miles from the library. And I'm like, you know what? I have a real job now. I can go buy an actual motorcycle. <laughs> like, like, I don't have to ride moped motorcycles, you know? <laughs> yeah. The allure of buying, like, a really nice bike is so tempting, especially, like, Thomas just got, like, uh, a new fucking, um, what was it? 1000 V-Strom. Yeah, he got the new V-Strom, and it's gorgeous, and it rides like a dream, and it's got all the bells and whistles and ABS and all the bullshit, and, like, he's like, yeah, like, I rode this bike on the highway doing, like, 100, and, like, you don't even notice that you're moving, like, you feel nothing, and I'm just like, yep. and then we had the fucking, the uh, Scooter Club had their rally a couple, like, a month ago, and we're like, of course, they hosted at the, like, motorcycle scooter shop you know it's like they sell ktms and fucking all the all the scooters and stuff and like you walk inside and you're looking around the shop like oh man this place is cool and you're like this this uh brand new adventure 690 ktm stare me in the face and i'm like yep i'm like how much is the payment and they're like oh <laughs> and i'm just like that's nothing and i'm just like fuck like i'm trying oh, it's, so one, it's one by turbo a month right yeah dude it's it's, <laughs> it's like I've, def- I've definitely spent more per month on shitty moped parts than i than buying like you know a really nice brand new bike like that <laughs> oh 100 percent. i actually i actually talked to thomas a little bit and i i just ordered a um a v-strom 800 so oh, yeah. i'll be i'll be on that because i I, I, my motorcycle is a, that the one I rode to Pittsburgh, I rode that, that, uh, my Versys 300. Mm-hmm. So I'm just getting a slightly bigger version like Thomas there. Dude. I, I'm, I'm too short for a thousand. I can't do leader bike. <laughs> yeah. You guys got the piles, man. You're, you're, you're little zeros gang and you and your wife like have so many bikes now. It's just like out of hand. <laughs> Like, do you need? I uh, gave away one? eight motor. I, I, dude, I have not. Okay, I, I did last year at our swap meet. I bought an Indigan, but I sold like six bikes at the swap meet last year, and in 2023, I gave away eight moped. So, it's yeah. Ohio, man. They, they, they're like you know, I, they give them away. They do, and and dude, for the last couple of years, that post you know pandemic and post pandemic, like. I've been able to pick up motorcycles for way cheaper mm-hmm. than, than mopeds. Like the prices have been, they've been wild even here, but they're evening out again. And during that period is where I gave away a lot of mopeds. Cause yeah. like we're getting, we're getting new people coming in. We're like, and they're like $800 for this clapped out Tomo. They're like, they don't even know mopeds. They're like, Look at this thing. Like it's a piece of shit. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You can buy a Honda CB like 550 for, uh, I don't know, 500 bucks and you can ride it to California. So like if I want to trap you in this hobby, here's a Gorelli. <laughs> <laughs> free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's the free puppy. You know? <laughs> uh, 
dude. It's funny, dude, how like um just how like I don't know. Just like the mopeds like it seems like so obsessible and then like I still don't and I I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to put my words together here. Like mopeds seem so accessible to me. Like I'm just like, yeah, like they're out there. You can find them. Like it's easy. And I don't I don't I don't get how more people aren't getting into them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. our new people in Richmond, it trickles in so slowly. Like we have two new people that are in our group chat right now. They're like, you know, one of them's kind of coming from scooters. So he was like adjacent and like new, like, you know, the same friend circle. And then we have another guy who's like straight up team rando, just got a moped. And he's like, you know, reading the internet and trying to fix it on his own. And like, you know, we're kind of like helping him out in the chat and like, but that's it. Like we haven't had like a lot of like new people, like kind of like falling in. And I'm just like, I see the bikes for sale on Craigslist and I'm just like, Hmm, like, they they're definitely more expensive than they used to be. Like I remember like them being like so much cheaper, but still like sometimes you see a bike and it's like 600 bucks. Sometimes it's ridiculous. Someone's trying to sell one for like, you know, 1500 or 2000. And you're like, this guy's out of his mind. Like no one's going to buy that here, but no, you know, the, the $600 running bike is still kind of around. So I'm just like, dude, like where's that college kid who's trying to buy like this little bike to get around town, you know? Oh, that's the truth. And you know, I, I was going to say with those two dudes, like how old are those guys? Twenties. Oh, so that's, that's young. Cause like, you know, I mean, obviously we're in our like thirties now. It's a little bit of a different vibe. Like, I don't know if we're out of touch with some of the younger people or if they're just doing different things. Cause like the people who are scrounging around like your Facebook marketplace and, and Craigslist, like we were doing when we were that age, you know, like they're like, I think they're just looking at different things and that's cool. And like whatever it takes to get you riding. Like I, I help host a, a community bicycle ride on Tuesdays and that's full of like, you know, bicycle kids are still, bicycle kids are a turtle. Mm-hmm. They'll always be a 20 year old, like cobbling together or something and getting out there and just riding, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that's really cool. And, and I, I brought them over to the shop and like, Hey, like here's this other weird stuff. And some of them really dig it and other ones don't. And I don't know, like, uh, you know, we've got a university here in Toledo and that's where like, that's where the zero started. That's how we all got mopeds. Like, trying to find a cheaper way to get to class, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, they're just doing different things, you know, like yeah. I think a lot of those younger kids, they're, they're doing the, the electric stuff and, and I, and I get it because like when we were doing the moped stuff at that age, like it was like the, it was kind of the wild west. It was like the gray area. Like, is this thing illegal? <laughs> uh, do I need a license plate? And you know, when all these kids are that you look at an e-bike and you're like, is this a motorcycle? <laughs> uh, it's got pedals, it, but and it does like fifty. Yeah, it so does all, the, does all the things that that a moped would do for you. Yeah, yeah. So like they're just they're just on a different vibe, and I'm like I'm about it. Like I hate it when you you know, we're hanging out at Raz with all these fucking kids. And I'm like, dude, there was some thirty five year old crust punk like us in 20, 2006 going look at these fucking hipsters. You know, and you're like just let them do their have their vibe, have our vibe. Hopefully we can, we can bring some things together and, and have some fun. Cause we, yeah. I mean, we got I'm, like, I'm, uh, cool we, I'm cool with them being around. Yeah. Like, I just want to like, yeah, no, I love it. Like we have a couple, like you have this one guy who's like, you know, he's got a couple of the e-bikes and he, and he comes out cause he soups them up. We're like, yeah, he's doing all the shit to it. Like he's working on them and he goes on rides with us. And like, like when we're going faster, like we'll push him. you know, like, come on, dude, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> they're tinkering in the same way. It's yeah. so it's, it, it's cool. Like they're, 
they're buying controllers like we were buying carburetors, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like I'm just trying to find a way to like how you like trick them into mopeds, you know, like just like put a yeah. moped out on the on the curb, like free ride me. Here's the meetup, you know. Yeah, come on <laughs> over. We're, we're doing the same the, thing. Litter the streets with free Gorellis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we we got this. Uh, we got this college kid who's been hanging out of the shop. He's 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 a good kid. I I helped him get his Hobbit. You know, he showed up with, like a PA fifty one. Like, all right, bro, we're going to learn, you know, how to make this thing do 30. And then, uh, oh, what do he do? He, he was over torquing something. I don't know. He like broke the clutch or the crank end of the crank off or something. So like, all right, you know, and he's like broke. He's like, you know, he's living in the dorms. He's keeping this thing in the, in the side. So like, all right, I'll find you a motor. So I, you know, like, all right, let's learn how to rebuild this together. And he did a good job and he's been bringing a bunch of like friends over and they've been funny. They've been like, here and there but like he's been sticking around so we we gave him this like box of sacks we're like oh yeah we got this like someone left this at the swap meet last year like i'm pretty sure you can get this running you know <laughs> and now he's cruising around on the sacks that uh that, that was from last year's swap meet so hell yeah like we're like yeah we're watching the downside we're like all right man just wait till you turn 21 we'll take you to a rally <laughs> it's like fuck that dude 19 let's go <laughs> we were doing it, you know. Yeah, it's like get in the van. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember, Isn't this dangerous? I remember we picked. Isn't existent. I remember we went to that. Uh, we went to a Philly rally. We picked this kid up in Northern Virginia from his parents' house. You know, we're just like, all right, dude, we'll pick, we'll pick up at your mom's house. Hop in. <laughs> Yeah, wave to his mom. Like meanwhile, like everyone's in the back of the van, like doing like ketamine or some weird shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're just walking into fear and loathing in the back of a van, you know. They're like, here, kid, welcome here, to bad country. Here's a here's a beer. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so, yeah, so, it's good. So what's the uh, what's the date for the zero swap meet this year? So our swap meet this year is going to be February. I might have it up here, so I'd be ready for this. February second through the fourth. Uh right no no right yeah, yeah, yeah oh fuck yeah yeah February second through the fourth that is the first weekend in February nice. about a month away yeah closing in yeah yeah the swap meet's always a lot of fun dude there's uh, like the calendar's already kind of filling up like I, I just went to Mopin Army to check it out I do see you guys got the uh the flyer for it on the front page right at the top like what's this like a shitty hot dog with like mayonnaise or something. <laughs> Let me check. Yeah, my <laughs> graphic dude did that. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's two chili dogs with uh, Nicholas Cage and uh, John Travolta from Face Off in there. Uh, that's you know the vibe is the zeros freeze your face off. Uh, we're going old school for this one. We're bringing we're trying to to bridge our gap of the uh, the Glizzy Gang <laughs> and you know the, the OG Nicholas Cage because like all of our. <laughs> All of our shirts and rallies have like some homage to Nick Cage in them, you know. That's like, funny. yeah, we did like tw- uh, twist my grip, um, and like we did one gone in sixty cc's, you know, like gone in sixty seconds, mm-hmm. and uh, the shock crank redemption, which you know the shark shank redemption does not have Nicolas Cage in it, but we added him <laughs> into it. But the shirt was, you know, that that scene in the movie where he like throws the rock at the poster. Yeah. And like all the guards are looking through the like that gap. Yeah. We put we had that on our shirt, but it was Nicolas Cage was in the was in the, <laughs> the gap. <laughs> Dude. 
It's funny that like the the hot dog thing still ha- still going on. You guys have the longest running hot dog joke, <laughs> dude. And here's the thing: like, truthfully, we don't like. I'm not trying to like bust the the uh, the glory of like the Glizzy Gang, but like one day, one of our scouts, Logan, he lives in Southern Ohio. He's he's, he's a young dude. He just pops on the chat. We hadn't heard from him in like two months. He's like. I declare myself the minister of hot dogs. Like, all right. (laughs) And then it's just spiraled out of control. (laughs) All downhill. Definitely not. (laughs) Now we got, now we got a 60 roller hot dog roller at the shop. And, uh, yeah, we're mailing people hot dogs. Um, (laughs) yeah, that'd be the worst. I definitely don't want to eat a hot dog that arrives in the mail. (laughs) Well, (laughs) <laughs> what's up man when are you guys start you guys gonna start pickled hot dogs you know dude don't tap megan <laughs> let's go she'll, she'll start doing that right now pickled dogs <laughs> <laughs> two of her favorite things <laughs> like, they got like crumbled pickled eggs sprinkled on top like it's the grossest shit ever <laughs> that happened at last year's um swap meet <laughs> Mars showed up with a giant jar of jalapeno pickled eggs, and next thing you know, everyone's doing shots of Malort out of them. Ugh. Pickled egg. Yeah, hollowed out it pickled was brutal. egg shots. Yeah, it does not sound good. Yeah. No, no. I look. I don't. I don't drink liquor. Uh, that's that's a bad train, and uh, I don't think it could get much worse than doing it out of a pickled egg. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one of those weird milks you be drinking all, <laughs> out of a pickled egg. That might be worse. <laughs> Oh, the milk, the milk. Yeah, my accidentally dabbled in the ASMR community. That got weird, dude. I, I just made one of those videos when I was like bored during the pandemic, and it got at a ridiculous amount of views. And I started getting contacts from like ASMR people asking about requests. I was like, I don't know, man. I thought this was like a weird thing for all my weird moped friends would get this like me starting to lose my mind during the you know inside during the yeah. pandemic, and now like. People show up to our rallies and events with different uh, mel- milks, and it's because yeah, it's milk, not milk. That that stuff is not natural. You know, there's an e in there. <laughs> you, can, you can find community in anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you want to give everyone the deets on um on the swap meet for those who don't know about a zero swap. Don't bring a moped. <laughs> Rule one. Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't pick, no working on mopeds. Rule number one, don't work, no working on mopeds. Don't bring a moped to ride. This is just a hangout. So we've been doing this for a couple of years. We started this, uh, I don't know, 2017 or so, uh, before the pandemic. So it's, it's just a swap meet. Like, you know, bring your stuff to buy, sell, come hang out. Uh, please register. Uh, our registration is on the front page of Moped Army. There's a thread on there. There's a Facebook group, but basically we just opened up the shop for the weekend and you know, we're very lucky here. We have, we have a wonderful space. We love sharing it with the community. So doors open, it's like 20 bucks to get in. You get a shirt, you can set up your own table, buy, sell your own stuff. We got hot dogs going for everybody all weekend. Shop's nice and warm. we got the mini ramp uh, outside. We got like a full outside garage set up for the mini ramp. Uh, so you can come skateboard. Don't come moped, come skateboard. Or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Someone has to bring a scooter on that or something. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a really chill weekend. Uh, people come through. You know, some people stick around all weekend. Some people come through Saturday. It's it's just a swap meet. You know, we just we just hang out. We do a little raffle. It's just a really good time. You know, it's cold here this time of year. Well, normally, 
like 55 degrees today, but you know, that might change. Um, yeah, just, just come, come hang out and enjoy the shop. Enjoy the people. Don't worry about mopeds for the weekend. You, you can sell them and, you know, make that someone else's problem and just talk to your friends. Nice. You know, in the, the, the shop's open uh, Friday through Sunday and everyone is welcome to stay. We have a ton of floor space. We have a sleeping loft that we have to, when we have guests, you know, we have a nice quiet place for them to, to sleep. We have a basement that is terrifying, but very dry. You know, I can't, I can't vouch for uh, not being murdered down there. We do have the, we have the baby ghost that hangs out in our shop uh, from, from a, uh, from a local, uh, the cemetery across the street that, you know, local legend says, uh, might've died in our inner near our building. <laughs> so, so keep you company. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, we had a swap meet in Richmond like a long time ago. So it's been a long time since I've been doing moped swap meet. And, you know, as long as enough people show up, you got some, you can get some good deals, man. Deals can be had. You know, hit that, oh, hit that, hit 100%. that forum. Start, start wheeling and dealing early, so you make sure you got, you got, you got what you want coming. Yeah, like personally, you know, I, you, I, maybe you're different than me, but dude, I'm, I'm terrible about shipping. I literally, uh, you know, while I was waiting for this, I just, I just hit up, hit up the buy sell thread for the event. I'm selling some SPX wheels, and people are like, oh, you, can you ship those? Like they're super. I'm like, if you show up, they're fifty bucks. I don't care. You know, I, I'd rather see you use them than sit on my shelf. But if I have to mail them, oh, I'm going to be terrible about it. Yeah. So the the, the deal, deals are flying. You know, people are just, you know, we all, like you said earlier, we all have that part shop. You're like, oh, my God, where did all this stuff come from? Mm-hmm. Someone needs to use this. So, you know, people are selling, selling full bikes, kits, E50s, V1s, Tomos loaders, everything. And they're selling them for, like, yeah, walkaway prices. Like, to, like. Yeah. Like, like, don't please, make me take please, this home. Yeah, please take it, prices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is cool. I think that's what the community is about. That's the fun, you know, getting people the stuff they need and getting it in the hands of people who are going to use it as opposed to it sitting on a shelf. Yeah, not a fifty dollars no. side cover. <laughs> no, fifty dollars no, per no. side. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and and we get a lot of people coming to these. Like prior to the pandemic, we usually get like I think our biggest one pre-pandemic was one hundred and five people. And then last year we had 88 and, and that's like, it's not like they're all there at one time. You know, you're not going to walk in and see a moped rally worth of people. Cause people are coming doing their thing and going and others are hanging out for the weekend. And it's, it's just really chill. It's a very relaxed, very, very relaxed environment. And of course we have all the creature comforts of the shop going, you know, we have a full yeah. table, we have ping pong, we have stump, we've got an arcade room. Got, got the legit like, shop. Yeah, yeah, we're we're good, we're good we're, uh, we're lucky here, you know. Not too far, yeah. Midwest, you know, close close enough to the East Coast, close enough to the South. You can make it. Not yeah, a bad we, trip. We got a bunch of Boston folks registered already, so they're coming. Nice. Well, you know, you know how many clubs we have around here. That's that's the the beauty and the curse of the Midwest yeah. is uh, being able to travel four hours and see so many fun people. Makes it hard for you guys to leave, but you know some of you some of you manage. <laughs> yeah, that that truthfully, that is the toughest part. Is I have never been to the West Coast on mopeds, but I've been up and down the East Coast. I've been around the South, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I need to. I do need to get out to the West Coast. Yeah. Speaking of that, dude, I was, just, all those fun I was just like, I've never. I've been to Michigan a couple of times, but I've never gone to 
the uh, the building gatherer, Chad Burke's building gatherer. So it's kind of like me and Thomas were on the fence about coming this year, but then we ended up doing some family stuff. So I was just like, man, like I think next year I'm gonna go like no matter what, like yeah, okay, like make the commitment now. Going going to going to building gather next year. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, that is an event that again that used to be huge too, and it's really it's slowed down, but it's still wonderful. Like this, it, it's funny because Joe Joe Dagger was there. And we were hanging out, and he, and he's like, you know, I've I've never been to Michigan before, because he's a Southern boy, you know, mm-hmm. down there, uh, Daggerland, and yeah, so it's it could be a hike. Yeah, it's twelve hours. But it's, 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 that's a that's a hike. <laughs> that's, that's like definitely, my, definitely my, a hike. That's like close to my limit, dude. Like twelve, fifteen is like max. You know, like I've gone further driving but i really don't want to go further driving you know yeah it can be pretty brutal we we did a 15 or 17 hour drive to the acadia rally two years ago mm-hmm. and then last year we're like we're gonna fly yeah. <laughs> well, that, like that, can, that, is, that is the outer limit like if i can like if I can, it's like 12 it's like pretty easy because it's like cool like i don't mind driving you know five six seven by myself so if i can do like five six you know, driving and then like I take a nap and someone else drives for a couple hours and I wake up and I'm there. I'm like, Oh, perfect. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get the, you got to get the drive train going. Yeah. Definitely. Like but, the delirious delirium of fucking driving 25 plus hours is like, that's like where it gets brutal. You know, you're just like, you drive some, you sleep some, you eat some, you sleep some and you wake up again and you're like, are we there yet? No. How much nope. further? <laughs> Fuck you guys! <laughs> like you know, and that's and that's th- those are hard drives to justify for us again because you're like, oh, four hours that'll get you to like four rallies in Michigan, that'll get you to Pittsburgh, that'll get you, you know, to Chicago, <laughs> like all these big big events. Yeah, are like we're like over four or five hours. Like, where are we going? <laughs> California? You're like, no, we're just oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why like you need like the trick of the South, you know, to like the South needs to throw those winter rallies. So it's just like, all right, cool. Like you made Westers are stuck in the snow, cold and hating everything. And like, haha, eight hours away. I would be in the sun, you know, <laughs> dude, I would be so stoked if like Nola did like something in January or, you know, any of those clubs down there. Like I, I would be all over that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I already need to like fucking like I'm looking at the calendar right now. Cause I was checking out your dates and I'm like, damn, I kind of need to like have a conversation with Smog Squad about changing their weekend. Like already, I'm just like, Ugh, like August Labor Day weekend. Um, guys, <laughs> like, I mean, uh, well, we were just talking about the daggers. They did that last year where they're like, "Yo, we're gonna show you what it's like down here <laughs> in the summer." And then that was that the, the rally. Like uh, it was brutal. It was like 102 degrees, 100 percent humidity. Just dying, yeah. dying. Like, yeah, yeah, like come on, guys, you're you're in the south. Like, Take advantage of that. Like end of August isn't bad year. Like it's a good good weekend. But like I was like I kind of had some like weird thing I was trying to work out for that same weekend. And I'm like I don't want to miss like my own rally in Richmond. Like you know my <laughs> but like I might yeah <laughs> but I might because I'm like trying to do some other shit. Like my, in your my, home city. Like my buddy's doing this. Um, my buddy just took over. Um it's called like the, the rumble down in, uh, in Durham, North Carolina. So it's like about four hours from Richmond and 
he took over like this vintage motorcycle show, like, and he's like redoing it and he's making it like all like two wheel vehicles and like wants to do like a whole moped section. So I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get like vendors and like booths and like get like the whole thing and kind of like mm-hmm. inception rally, like rally, like within a, within a rally. Finally, you know, like, all right, guys, we're going to do this vintage motorcycle show, but it's also a moped rally secretly. Like <laughs> we're going to, Oh, dude, we've been trying to do that. Uh, we've got this big event here called Vintage Days, and it's oh, yeah, like I've it's heard the, about that one. Yeah, that it's the biggest motorcycle swap meet in the U.S. Yeah, and it's like two hours away from us, and we've been we've been dragging people to year for years with it to, uh, you know, on mopeds, and, and now there's more and more and more people, and we're riding around and like we do all the events, like we'd enter mopeds and like the drag races and stuff, and they're like, what the Hell fuck yeah. are you think? Like, exactly, <laughs> I think it would be so much fun. It's like, there's going to be, you know, Harleys and triumphs and all these old vintage bikes and cars and all this bullshit. But like, he's like, yeah, I want you guys to have a whole section for mopeds. And I'm like, yo, like all the cool builds have been coming out the last couple of years. Like, like we can probably get some cool bikes out. Some of those rare bikes from dose that came in from like QCB. I know they snagged a couple of them. Like, yo, let's bring all these bikes out, put them in the show. And like, while we're out, let's go on a ride. Especially the vintage stuff. Like I do, like I do, I do a community bike ride on Tuesday, like bicycles, but every other, I do a, a vintage bike night and I would usually ride some of my vintage motorcycles with that and go have fun. And a couple of dudes are like, don't you have like all these weird mopeds? And so I started bringing those out mm-hmm. and they, those dudes, they love them. And it's so much fun. It's such a good, like yeah. exchange of knowledge. Like yeah. it's super fun. And like that so Go to those events, do the weird stuff. Yeah, like nostalgia is it's like, oh, dude, this old thing that I saw when I was a kid. Like, they remember it, mm-hmm. you know, when they first came out. So they're all stoked on it, you know? That's yeah, cool. and then you're showing them all the weird stuff on it. And you're <laughs> like, hey, that's the same Makuni as uh, that's on my CB125. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they dig up. It, it's fun. I, I enjoy I enjoy that cross-line thing. And I think, yeah. I think that's too, like, you know, that's how we extend the hobby is, is mm-hmm. pulling in other folks. I feel like we'd have to have like, uh, a corner for like test ride this bike, you know, just have like some <laughs> really small stalker in the corner that people can ride around in a circle. And be like, look, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Here's a Tomos. You just kick it. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, yeah, anyone can ride it. Someone rides into a wall. Great. <laughs> oh, directly. <laughs> you need like we, one, of those, uh, uh, one of those like ignition switches on a string that you can just like pull off if they, if they start going yeah. too far. <laughs> No, no, you, the, the, um, they sell them for many times. The the wireless, like you can retard the timing on the fly, to, like <laughs> slow down. I've always wanted to use one of those. Treat oh, still yeah. sells them. That's funny. That's what you put on that bike. You're like, oh, this guy's not got it. You know, like <laughs> dial him back. <laughs> Quick, hit the switch. <laughs> I have always wanted to install the one of those on a Tomos at a moped rally and then screw with somebody. <laughs> Like, Dude, why is my bike not running right? Like, I don't know, man. It was running great when I was riding it. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you hop on it. You hit the switch. You go ripping by. They hop on it. It runs like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch them lose it. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, on like the moped nights when you got somebody who's like too drunk and you just pull the spark plug boot off. You're like, all right, solve that problem. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Like you know. Taking the plugs, one thing I'm like, uh, then like they find another plug, they fix it. I'm like, nah, dude, like n- the new shits just take the whole boot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, my plug boot's missing. Like, sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, guess we're gonna have to tie it up. 
Come get it tomorrow. <laughs> I remember one time we um we were in we were in New Orleans and Brad was like super wasted and we like we're like oh dude we got to speed mod Brad and like Sean I'm not, no who was it I think Thomas took his spark plug out of his bike and put it in Brad's pocket and then like you know he passed out drunk in the hotel and like he woke up in the morning and was like oh what's this in my pocket and he just like chucked it out the window it was his own spark plug. <laughs> You needed that. <laughs> he was like, I don't know where this came from. He just tossed it. <laughs> Man. Mm. What'd you end up doing the rest yeah. of this the rest of the year, dude, after uh after Pittsburgh? Oh man. Um you know, I I did a lot of moto camping this year. Like I really I really tried to switch it up. Uh and I still did like six rallies, but I mean that little verses, man. We uh, I'd I strap some bags on that and just go. Um, Sarah and I did a ride up the west coast of Michigan on small bikes. Like I was on a XR one fifty. We rode like six hundred miles to the whole west coast, all the way up until uh, about the bridge. <clears throat> um, just did some like solo camping too, like scouting out some state parks and stuff for next year. Nice. Where I just kind of kind of take off for the weekend, or Sarah and I would take off on motorcycles and and go uh but uh yeah i mean moped was that was the last uh i had to go look at my ma profile you know to, like see what rallies <laughs> i hit this year they bleed together at a certain point you know like was that 2012 yeah. or 2022 like that's dude, i that's, did like seven rallies this year so that's i have 100 no i think that's 100 percent one of my like regrets of like my moped army profile is like not keeping track of the rallies that i went to and the dates and the years and like the same thing with like all the bikes I've like purchased. I wish I had like a full like archive of like all my bikes and all my rallies like in one place that I could just like look at and be like, oh, that was in 2012, you know? Like, like I'm just, it's all a blur. I don't remember when any of it was. <laughs> no, because it, it, well, you know, when you're doing that stuff when you're young, you're like, oh, this won't be forever. And now I'm like yeah. 35. I'm like, look at all the weird places I've been because of these stupid little bikes. Like I'm, I'm going to die. What a lucky thing. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to die soon. I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I remember, I, I remember like hanging out with some of my bicycle friends. We used to run the critical mass rides in Toledo, you know, who's mm-hmm. hollering cause we're 20. And, uh, my other dude was like, you should like write this stuff down, you know, like, like, keep a journal maybe you'll like write a book about it later. And now I'm like 35. I'm like, I should have taken that advice. Cause all these weird and wacky adventures that you're like, you're just doing these things. And, and you just assume like, this is what life is, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't be the person, only person doing this. Then you get older and we're still doing all these fun things. I get these, I get these like experiences. That I'm just stoked on getting to see new, new, meet new people, see new places, experience new things. Yeah. And you look around at all the people who are our age and they're like, like, what did you do this weekend? You go into work, and I'm like, what, what did everyone do this weekend? They're like, I watched this TV show, or, like, I, you know, did this thing on my house, which, like, I guess, yeah, to each their own, but I'm like, mm-hmm. there is still so much world out there to explore. Like, I rode a motorcycle to Pittsburgh. I almost died in the Appalachians. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> There's definitely something to be said about almost dying on, on two-wheel vehicles, too, like... The, the 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 extra little boost of adrenaline i get when some car almost hits me i'm like free, <laughs> freaking out of my helmet just like <laughs> fuck like a, again it's, it's that spin <laughs> you're just like all right i'm back i'm in yeah, <laughs> yeah focus locks, <laughs> locks me back in for sure like i'm so, mm-hmm. like, and i think like dude 
not to segue or whatever, but I think like that makes me like a better driver all all around. Like I feel like I'm a better driver in a car or anything because of riding mopeds. Like I'm oh, so hyper focused. Oh yeah, I'm so defensive and looking at what everyone else is doing and like paying attention to my surroundings. Like I don't miss much, dude. Like <laughs> no, because you're used to being on the other end of the dude who isn't paying attention. Yeah, I'm used to almost dying like all the time. Like, <laughs> dude. I, the pan, this is the only good thing from the pandemic because I, I've been commuting, uh, to work by bicycle, moped, motorcycle since I was 18. You know, Mm -hmm. I get hit by a car every year and it's not like bad. I'm just talking like someone, you know, you get clipped by a mirror or like, you know, whatever. Someone bumps into you and, and then like the pandemic came and no one's on the road. 2020 was the first year I didn't get hit by a car. I was like, fuck Yeah. Kept that rolling into 2021. This is great. Almost made it through 2022. Sarah got a new job at like the end of 2022 or like September. It's like almost put your bikes away season here. And we're so she, we want to go celebrate that she got this new job. So we're, we're going to, well, we'll ride to Detroit, hit our favorite lunch spot. And the second we got on the expressway, some woman uh, in a minivan, she's talking on her phone. And Sarah and I are on Bluetooth, you know, and all of a sudden she just merges into my lane and smacks me on, on, I'm doing 65, 70 miles an hour, bounce off the side of this van. And I'm, you know, I didn't put it down, but all Sarah's just like, I can hear on the headset. She's like, where are you? You're gone. (laughs) There's a minivan next to me now and not you. And I'm like, I'm on the fucking, I'm on the, you know, the little side payable thing. Fuck fuck that Chrysler Pacifica. (laughs) I'm inside the minivan. They opened the door. (laughs) Man, I, I had, I had a, I had a two year stretch and not getting hit by cars. And that lady had to go and ruin it for me. That's hilarious. But but that does, you know, because they're not, they, they have not experienced the other side of that where like, you might have the right away, but the right away does not matter if someone comes plowing into you. (laughs) (sighs) So yeah, you gotta, you're always watching. I get heart flutters just thinking about it, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I'm right back in that one. Like, Bouncing off the side of a minivan. Yeah, like I'm high strung right now, dude. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you up tonight. Yeah. Watch out. Don't no stop at me. Get all extra energy. I go back to work. <laughs> dude, I've done no. that before. Like, midnight, let's go back in. <laughs> oh, man. The library is not open. It's like, I got a key. We got this. <laughs> I've always thought about that, like going to the library in the middle of the night because I do have a key and just like wandering around. Mm. Like, that's when the animals come alive, right? You know, not at the, <laughs> night, night at the museum style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do work. I work at a crazy, the building I work at is a public work project from like the 1940s. So it's this massive building, you know, multiple stories, just, just, full of history and knowledge and yeah that would be the place where that would happen for sure (laughs) (laughs) dude so what do you guys uh what are your plans for next year you guys you gonna try to go hard on this on the mopeds or are you gonna take it easy this year you know i always i again I'm, i'm blessed i get like five weeks of vacation so we always start off our year here in Toledo. We do, uh, we used to do this race with Detroit. Uh, we did the Detroit to Toledo race that would like kick off the moped season every year. Mm-hmm. So we'd, uh, we'd start in Detroit and then race back to Toledo. And we always pick like a goofy thing. Like 
one year it was like you only get to do one mod to a stock bike. So like, you know, you had if you took a maxi, you're like, all right, do you put like a performance carburetor on it or a pipe? You know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, so we always do that. And but we're so we're gonna kick off the year with that. We don't have a date for that yet. Uh, but it's usually that first three day weekend in the summer there, we're going to be doing that with, uh, Moped Brothers this year. We're going to be doing it from Ipsy to Toledo. Nice. So we start, we start that out. And then right after that, we do, um, the Mopeders on motorcycles, which is another big thing we host every year where we, uh, every, you know, mo- only mo, it's only moped folks who also have motorcycles. We get together and do a, a big tour of Michigan where we ride around. Uh, so that'll be, I think that's like the, that's right. First weekend in June as well. So like, those are the only two things really on the docket. Um, I'm planning on doing bakers this year, uh, because you know, they, they were posting up some different routes and those looking really good. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be back in the Midwest, Ooh. you know, whichever, whichever one they wind up picking, you know, yeah. but they were talking like Nashville to Kalamazoo or, or whatever. Like, okay. Like that, you get to my backyard. I have, I have no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think, you think a French bike? Fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he, is he gonna pull it off? Like, who's gonna do it? <laughs> no, not gonna be me. <laughs> Hell no! So that's I. Someone asked me that. Too. Like a bunch of people asked me that this weekend. It was like absolutely not. Like no, I, I love French bikes, so I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I I got my streets basket together already for it. I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna do a tomo. I got a street mate frame. That I got a Magnum tank on. It was like my, uh, I got a, I got a Gila kit, you know, a five, five on it that I'm going to take off and put like a much tamer motor on there and yeah. just rock that tome up. Steady 45. Yeah, I've, I've, okay. I've done it before. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I did it on V ones and, and it was cool. It was a huge learning experience, you know? Uh, and I want to do it again and I'm not worried about winning. Like that's, you know, Jim Henry, Chad Burke, you guys, do your thing. I would just be proud to finish. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it, man. I, I'm a, I'll be the first to put it out there. Shout out to everyone who does bakers. Like I physically couldn't ride that. Like I know my, without a doubt, my, my hands, my vet, like it would be done, dude. <laughs> they, they have a hard enough time as it is, you know, no need to torture them. Dude, it, it is like, it's no joke. Like, especially like, did you ride? Like, I'll do thousand mile weekends all the time on motorcycles, mm-hmm. no problem. It is a, it is a different beast, you know, on on a bike, uh, on a moped. Like, right around because like Sarah did one of the first Bakers, and I was supposed to go on it, but I I wasn't able to make it. So, um, we did we rode to a this is how old it was. We rode to a Bandits rally like one of the like whiskey business five or six, mm-hmm. something like that. I remember riding, you know, we weren't riding like they do for bakers. Like, you know, when they are riding that stuff, they are going like, we were just pretty casual about it. But we rode for like 12 hours, like 300 miles. And I remember we got to our campsite and it was, it was this really low lying lake that we were right next to. It was real beautiful, but we, we each got a six pack and a sandwich <laughs> and I ate, Half the sandwich, I drank a beer, and then I crawled into my tent. It didn't even get my legs fully into the tent. And I slept from like 
9 p.m. to 8 a.m. the next morning. Like and rock. we were right next to this lake. Like, yeah, where it was the, it was this really low. Like, you could see the fog hanging around, you know? Mm-hmm. My, from the waist down, sticking out of the tent, soaking wet. <laughs> and, and I didn't even move. I crawled in the and I just, like, that's how exhausting it was. Yeah. And those dudes, and those dudes like Chad and, and some of the dudes who do it solo, like Jim, they do that for five days. Yeah, no thanks, dude. Yeah, I'd have like, I dude, I'd legit, I'd probably come out of a fucking nerve damage, bro. Like my hands would be so numb and like damaged that like they just wouldn't work again. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta build some specialized bikes for it, I guess. But I, I'm gonna try it again. You know, full, like I, I remember doing that last time and it beat me up. <laughs> it's like full motorcycle suspension. <laughs> yeah, true, truly, truly. Like those things that we don't, you know, because we're just skirt, skirting around on them. Like, oh, we go to a rally, ride 50 miles. That takes it out of you. Like, you know, but <laughs> they're doing a 300 mile day. Like, mm. yeah. and I'm going to try and do it solo this year. Like, I'll have a team, but I'm going to be on the ride bike the, whole time. the entire time. Yeah. Multiple bikes or just, and like, just the one? Just the, well, I'm, I'm hoping that a few of us go, you know, but like, I'll be on that Tomos. Like, that'll be it. Nice. So sounds like an yeah. adventure. It'll, it'll I mean, you're, you know, you're on, you're on your adventure tip lately, so you know, might as well keep adventuring. Yeah, you know, and I I rode like last year. I rode down like the spine of the Appalachians. Like when uh, we went to the Pittsburgh rally, I didn't ride straight to Pittsburgh. Like I rode around down to Southern Ohio, uh, caught like the spine of the Appalachians, and then you know rode down into Pittsburgh, and and that was awesome. So. You're like, right then, you know, thank God for breaks. Yeah. 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 Which is something we really learned the first time we did the first time we did Baker's because I live in Ohio, man. Like the Southern Ohio is hilly. I do not live in Southern Ohio. Yeah. Uh, we have a hill in Toledo and we built it <laughs> like it is for a football stadium. All right. It was not there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, so when we were doing, when we did Baker's and we're, we're on the East coast, like rolling through the green mountains, like, and they're like, what are you going to do for the elevation change for your jetting? I was like, there's a what in the who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, you're like change jets. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I assume you just mean die. <laughs> and we did, and we, we did it on a V1 and you know, with new tires and all this, but like we blew all of our brakes out to like, you ever gone down the side of a fucking mountain yeah. in Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I've been to some hilly places for rallies, but you do your 50 miles and, and you're back at camp. It's no big deal. But like after you do 50 miles, you're like, cool, there's 200 more of those to come. So like, hope those right. brakes work. Oh, everyone's brakes are glazed. <laughs> take your, take your wheels apart. <laughs> yeah. Wild. <laughs> Blow crazy. that powder out of there. <laughs> yeah. Rough that shit up. Put on some new shoes because you wore through yours. Like I don't know. It's a it's a it's a it's a very impressive thing a lot of those dudes do who do it year after year after year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean So I'm looking forward to the challenge again. Yeah. The fucking adventure of it, man. I couldn't. Yeah. But I but I should but I'm proud of everyone else who's doing it, you know. I'm like stoked for them. <laughs> 
yeah, hey, there's nothing wrong with being like that. Is not for me, but I can I can cheer you on. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, re- I remember like that first like the first pinball. Like you know, we were in the shred shed. We had people from our you know from Richmond that went on that very first ride. We had a couple black black members in it, and I was just like, yeah, dude. Like, and the first one was gnarly. You know, like <laughs> nine days or something, and they went from mm-hmm. pretty much Boston to the bottom of florida to key west it was it was the longest brutal 300 mile plus every day like dude no thank you like <laughs> that, dude, that was and they, and they were doing it on mopeds too like, yeah. like this, that, is, this is not like talking shit but like like you watch the dudes who do bakers now like those are specialty built bikes for this type of race the early ones that he's like just hey man <laughs> Yeah, this is my Tomos. I rode it to work yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, think, I think the one who won that first one was like a brand new Tomos. I was like, cool, this is a, yeah, this a brand yeah, new Tomos. Yeah, yeah, like someone bought like a 2012 Tomos. <laughs> what you guys do, what you guys do to it? it. We, we put on a pipe and we put on a backrest and some beads on the seat, you know? Like, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah. We added flair. <laughs> what do you guys got? Oh, that's a Cobra. Cool. What'd you do to it? Uh, we put some cardboard boxes on it to make it aerodynamic. <laughs> you know, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> See you at the finish line. <laughs> they, and they and they sent it. You know, it, it was. They few, did, dude. It was a few years before people were like, you know, making bigger gas tanks and like doing all the extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I respect both ways, but I love seeing just like a sprint do it you know because you know it can <laughs> yeah yeah you know cause like dude like like chad's burke is his bike is so sick but like that's a motorcycle man like it's got all the modern amenities like you got a usb switching like, that's <laughs> down there. like is that a radio like <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta charge up man i'm trying to watch tv i'm trying to sit on a couch yeah, like, weld, weld on a recliner <laughs> Creature comforts, yeah. You ever fall asleep where, where bed just... while driving? I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or then there's the dude next to you who's just on a nineteen ninety nine Tomo Sprint with a bi turbo. <laughs> Making it. Thirty-eight solid yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's both ways. You know, both ways have uh, I, I've seen that where you know you got you're watching the sixty mile an hour dude. Rip, 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 breakdown, have to rebuild, where that 40 mile an hour dude is just going the whole time. Yeah. So the both, I think both sides have, uh, have a little jazz to them. Yeah. There's all, there's all sorts of strategy to it now, especially people who are trying to win. You know, they put their thoughts, you know, behind it. And there's people who just want to get out there and ride it and hope they make it. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going for. I'm like, dude, just, just finishing something like that, like, mad respect for those people. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't make it, just the effort is Herculean. Exactly. Dude, is your is your club out throwing a real rally this year or just the uh just the swap this year? Just just swapping this year. We we used to go every other year with MCR, you know, we're like forty five minutes away from them and now we got Moped Brothers really close. So we're trying to make sure that we're we don't want to take away from each other's like, you know because for us we're like, Oh yeah, dude, like let's throw a rally. But, like, people who are traveling here, they're like, well, Toledo and Ipsy and Detroit are 45 minutes away from each other. So, like, yeah. I'm only going to go to one of those. And we don't want to, like, take away from people's rips. You know, we want them to come, be able to do it and experience this, their, the different cities. So, so we uh, we threw ours last year. We had a ton of fun. We had, like, we had, like, 110 riders or something. 
it was it was a good showing. Like we had our fun last year, but I think uh, MCR is going to be doing a rally in 2024. So I'm told. Nice. So, so we'll just be chilling, always welcoming people here. You know, we have so many people passing through, and uh, we're here for that, mm-hmm. hanging out. Well, shout out Moped Brothers. You know, for, for first year as an official club. Whoa, but yeah, and and uh, they couldn't have been uh, couldn't have been like nicer nicer folks. They have well deserved some fantastic members. For both the clubs that got in this year, them and syndicates, they they got in with like like flying colors. It wasn't like by the skin of their teeth. It was like pretty pretty well received. Yeah, you know, I mean, I but I think that's a big part of growing the growing the culture is like, I mean, it took us years to get in. You know, like and and I'm not feel like oh we're the the best, you know. But like, dude, like we we do our thing. Like we've been doing this for a long time we waited very patiently to make sure that we felt like we could represent well, had staying power, had, had organization within our club before we applied for MA and like we didn't get in and we watched other clubs come off of hot rallies and stuff and like, and get in and then fizzle out. And when we're just like, Hey, we're still here. And I think the, the guys that, that came in like th- that, that harsh barrier of like the just vote, no West coast, voting block yeah like that type of stuff going away has it ushered in like a wonderful club like moped brothers and syndicates like i'm i i don't i don't know any of the syndicates i'm stoked to meet them though they like their thread was wonderful I, you know I'm, I'm excited like that's the type of growth we need that's that's a great thing yeah moped brothers are the same they're 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 fantastic actually one of our members uh Brian, he is. Uh, they don't. They don't do scouts. They call them uh, little brothers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so they are uh, patched in as a little brother for uh, Moped Brothers as well. And Brian is a fantastic human, and we're so happy to have them as part of our club. That you know, that's like a, a nice olive branch between our two clubs. Love it. Yeah. So, and we'll be hosting that. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be popping their official cherry this spring, hosting that the race with them. Yeah, that'll be so, cool. That'll be rad. Yeah, more. Uh, you know, you're close to another club. You gotta like think of uh, clever ways to like, you know, do cool stuff like that together. Yeah, it's cool important. Idea. It's important to keep that stuff going. Yeah, like we haven't had one in a while. I know we we used to do like the hoods in the woods. And like a couple of little little like side mission invite in, invitational kind of like rallies that we did with like Legion and stuff back in the day. They're mm-hmm. you know, they're always good times. Oh, Legion is good, folks. Yeah, dude. Um, dude, let's fucking let's wrap it up, dude. Uh, last thing, dude, want to give a shout out to our one of our homies, Josh Wilson, uh, ex Rebel Rouser, passed away a couple weeks ago. You know, some of the some of the kids in town tore up about it. You know. Uh, he did his part for the community. He was around for a long time. He was, you know, he was in the original shred shed, like first moped garage I was ever in. Like that dude was there, you know, wrenching on bikes, doing V1 stuff. You know, I didn't know shit about V1s. He was the first, you know, him and Sean were the first people to show me anything about that. And, you know, like he's gone, but like, you know, and I forgot him. People, you know, people remember him. Like he might've had a little falling out with the moped scene and stopped riding, but you know. Like I'll still never forget like the the memories and shit we had from hanging out with him and going to rallies and doing all the things. Uh, first time we went to New Orleans, he, him and Sean and all of them were like, "Oh, I got a perfect idea! Instead of getting an Airbnb, 
they're staying at someone's house. We're going to sleep in this abandoned house beside their, beside the shop. And they're like, Oh, this house sucks. We're going to sleep in the yard. And it was all tall weeds and bushes. And they popped their tents up back there. And they all woke up in the morning covered in chiggers. <laughs> just like, yeah, that was stupid. That's what you guys get. So I don't know. Those are good memories though, man. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you've been doing something long enough. You're going to lose some people, but, uh, yeah, the older, they, we, the older we get, man, stick with you. Yeah. The older we get, dude, we're going to, we're going to keep losing more and more people as you go. So you can't, can't be bummed out about it. Like it, it happens. It sucks when it does. No, you got to celebrate him. Yeah. So, so shout out Josh rebel rebel and uh, Andy, I'll see you around, man. Like I'll catch you out there somewhere this summer. Most likely. For sure, come uh, up to the swap meet <laughs> February second through the fourth. Come hang out. Yeah, dude, I might make it. You never come get know. some glizzies. <laughs> come get some glizzies, and uh, yeah, no, no. I hope to see you out there. Hope to see everybody out in the community, out and about, having more fun in twenty twenty four. Bring them kids out. Go stop at the parents' house. Mm, pick them up. Pick give them, them the beer in the back of the van. Get them out to the rallies. Don't tell <laughs> the mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new rally theme so. this year. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Bring the children. <laughs> Yo, did your tacky sweater show up? Oh, I'm wearing it right now, man. Hell I was ready yeah. for the, you know, like I wore it in Kalamazoo. Sick. I have to thank you for this. thing. It's lovely. I'm going to wear it to, uh, I'm going to wear it to the office Christmas party tomorrow. Nice. So. <laughs> All right. Cool, dude. All right. Thank you. It was good catching up, sir. All right, bud. Love you. Talk to you later. Yeah. Have a good one, my friend. Bye. Bye. <sighs> cool thank you guys for listening another episode of Muppet Money Podcast down um, yeah you know took a little break fucking been extremely tired and sick and this and that and busy and life and things falling through so you know like I said a while back dude I'm not trying to like kill myself and sweat you know sweat it sweat it if I need to take a break on the podcast like just like do it do what you gotta do right it's just mopeds. Like I'm still here having fun, doing my thing, riding my little box around. If anybody else wants a box, there is one for sale on Facebook on uh Moped Army. Buy sell trade right now. Cool moped. Might you might might love it. And if you want to support the podcast, uh we do have some so, brand new tacky moped sweatshirts, shirts, and hoodies for sale at mopedmonday.com. So check it out. Cool Christmas gift. If you want to send it out, I got a couple left. We will ship them out ASAP. All right, cool. Fuck your car. Ride my bed. Bye.